clarity, reason, common sense, all things the left is left behind. This is Radio in High Resolution. And now, a man who literally faced cancer and punched it in the face, your host and <coughs> cancer conquistador, Pastor Kurt. God bless you. We're so grateful you're listening to High Resolution Radio. This is Pastor Kurt, and I want to wish every one of you this week a fantastic 4th of July holiday. It's a great time for us to be able to celebrate our nation and the greatness that's in it. We've got lots of problems uh, across our nation and uh, uh, more divisiveness than ever before, uh, but we, uh, we still serve uh, an incredible country, and I believe a country that is... Uh, in complete and total control by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that this is a, a country that has been blessed beyond belief. No other nation has been able to achieve what this nation of the, of the United States has been able to achieve. Uh, no other nation ever comes close. Uh, I want This show is all about talking about some things that you don't normally, you, know, you wouldn't normally see on the news, uh, things that you're missing that are important for the Christian and I'm quite frankly, the non-Christian for them to be able to understand. And so uh, we try to bring those stories and then break them down with a biblical principle or a biblical prophecy for you. So if you're new to the show, uh, here's an opportunity for you to get up to speed on just a couple of topics uh, very, very quickly. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about today is the, the death toll that uh, I'm sure you never heard anything about that is rising in Nigeria. Now, you may think that this is not a big deal, but this is, uh, it's so far away. How does it matter to us? It does matter to us. Uh, the Christian death toll this weekend uh, was raised to over 200 in a four day Muslim killing spree in Nigeria. And the death toll of, uh, of this week's uh, massacre of Nigerian Christians, and this is why it's important, if, especially if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, you need to know about these things. You need to know about them because we need to be prayerful for them. I'm explaining to you why these things are happening from a biblical standpoint. Because we were told very, uh, very early in our Bible, especially in the New Testament, in Jesus' writings that told us exactly that these things would be coming in the last days. And I do believe we're living in the last days. I don't know how long those days are. I'm not a date setter of any sort, but I, I do know that he gave us some signs, and I'm going to talk to you about those in just a minute. But this death toll that took place in Nigeria uh, this weekend is increasing. It's been going on for a while, but it's, it's increasing now in even larger numbers. Heavily armed gum, gunmen recognized as the uh, Fuani Muslim a herdsman of the area opened fire on Christian villages in the plateau state of central Nigeria this weekend, killing scores uh, of people, injuring hundreds, we think thousands more, uh, as, as well as burning all of their homes and, um, and just burning everything that they had to the ground, making sure absolutely nobody is left. And they were being persecuted and killed specifically because of their faith. And this, uh, this report comes from the, uh, the group Open Doors. Open Doors is, uh, is an analysis group that looks at the persecution trends, not just of Christians, but of other groups uh, across the, the past quarter century. In fact, there was a report that came out uh, last year that uh, 
uh, gave us all of the list of the nations. I'll go over that with you in just a moment. But most of these victims, they were returning home from a funeral of a local Christian minister. The Christian minister had passed away, was killed, actually. They ended up killing him. They killed his wife, and they killed his children. And uh, uh, they were coming back from this funeral where these uh, Muslim extremists uh, came and uh, uh, came after them and just wiped them out. A total ethnic cleansing is, is, is what it was. But it had more to do with who they were in terms of their faith. Um, during this time, a dozen of the villages in Nigeria's Plateau State were reportedly wiped out on Sunday. Seventy-five of the victims were, were buried in a massive grave. And among the victims in the massacre included uh, this uh, local pastor, which was uh, along with his, uh, his wife and his, uh, his son. Folks, we need to be aware of what, where we are and where we stand uh, with these things. We need to understand who these groups are. We need to understand that there are Christians all across the world. We, we tend to think that, you know, the Christian nation of being just the United States, but uh, Christianity is growing, and they're growing in some, of the, in some of the most tragic places in the United States. And I'm going to put up a map that was given to you by uh, uh, Open uh, Doors, and it's this group, again, that looks at the persecution and specifically, it takes a look at, uh, at the nations uh, that uh, are the top. And I will give you all of them. You'll see the list there that you'll have a chance to look at. It, this is the World Watch list from 2017. 2018 has not been updated, but it will be very, very soon. Uh, but this particular list will give you an idea. And, and at the very top of the list is North Korea. It's amazing the amount of Christians that are living underground, in North Korea that are being persecuted. And there's no other nation on the planet. They are the number one list to look for, North Korea. And this is why it's so important what our president is doing, having the opportunity to sit down with North Korea and trying to make something happen. Second on the list, though, is Somalia. Third on the list is Afghanistan. And the fourth on the list is Pakistan. And what I wanted to tell you about Pakistan is that Pakistan, uh, it said, was the most violent out of all of them. Pakistan rose from rose to number four on the list of violence. They were even exceeding what's happening here in Nigeria. So it's very important for us to keep an eye on these nations and have a general idea of what it is that they're, that they're doing. Um, after number four of Pakistan, it was Sudan. Number six is Syria, which we know the persecution of the Christians in Syria. I've been talking about it on the show, and we need to be keeping an eye out on it. Uh, number, uh, number seven was Iraq. Number eight was Iran, which is certainly no surprise if you're a Christian in Iran. Which, by the way, the estimates for uh, Christians in Iran right now is about three million. Three million people inside Iran. Um, risking their lives to be able to have a Bible study, to be able to learn a little bit about Jesus Christ, coming together, risking everything that they have, knowing that the punishment is death in Iran for doing such a thing. I, 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 I find it amazing how people here in America can't get out of bed to go to church or can't make time for a Bible study because, you know, they got to go to a soccer practice or something where there's other people across the world that are risking their lives to know this Jesus, to have an idea who Jesus Christ truly is. And um, 
it's it's just something to think about after number eight in uh, iran it's uh, yemen and um uh the last one number 10 is um uh, is i think it's pronounced uh uh is is the name of the country it's in a northern portion there of of africa uh, that lets off the top 10. I've got the list there. I'm going to have it online on uh, on our Facebook page on High Resolution Radio on Facebook for you to go to to take a look at. You'll see these stories. Well, here's where I wanted to get to with this. It is biblical. It is prophetic. Uh, as much as it troubles our hearts to know that these Christians are being persecuted, it must happen because the Bible says it must happen. Second uh, Timothy uh, told us very clearly um, what kind of people would be on the scene in the last days. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but in the third chapter of Second um, uh, Timothy, starting at verse 1, uh, Paul was writing to Timothy. This is just before Paul is going to be executed. And uh, he said that uh, perilous, he says, but know this, in the last days perilous times will come. Where there was going to be this intense persecution of Christians. That, there would be, that they would be coming after them with everything that they had to destroy it because this is a battle of good versus evil. That's exactly what it is. And, and so he says the perilous times would come, and he said that for men would be lovers of themselves, that they would be boasters and they would be proud and they would be blasphemers and they'd be disobedient to parents. They would be unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, they're going to be traitors. They're going to be headstrong. They're going to be haughty. They're going to be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, Paul says, turn away. And this is exactly what we're seeing. This evil that is taking place, not only here in the United States, uh, I'm not talking about the, 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 the persecution of Christianity yet here, although I hope and pray it never comes. But there was a very important clue that Jesus gave us in Matthew, the 24th chapter. And he does a really great job of laying out for us exactly what for us to look for in the last days, that perilous times, these perilous times that Paul was talking about. And Jesus lays out for us, you know, you need to be looking at at different things, uh, uh, earthquakes and pestilence and all of all these different events and he tells us a very important clue with uh, uh, the parable of the fig tree which I've talked about before which is the uh, which is the rebirth of Israel and he says that uh, know as, as uh, the fig tree begins to bloom again know that summer is near and that I am at the door he was telling us in other words he's saying I am ready to open I'm ready to call my church home and I'm going to come with my wrath over those that hate me. And he, he didn't say that. I'm, I, I paraphrased that last portion for you because I always want to be biblically correct when I speak to you. And then he says, but no one knows the day, the time, or the hour, not even myself, but my Father in heaven only. And, uh, of course, I could tell you some things about that. Actually, Jesus did know he didn't lie because he was speaking from his human nature. He wasn't speaking from his deity at that point. He had two natures. He was very, very clear about what he was saying to us. But he gave us one final clue, folks. Immediately after he says that, 
He says, but know this, that, 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 that when, when you see all of these things, know that this generation will be the terminal generation that will see the return of Christ. I believe with all my heart we are that terminal generation. I just don't know when. I don't know if we have five years, 10 years, 25 years. I don't see the way things going. It's a lot more than that. But again, I'm not a date setter, and I just don't flat out know. But I will tell you the clues that he's giving us are on the scene like never before. So he gives us this last clues, and he, he says, the last clue I want to give you is, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be for the return of Son of Man. When you go back and you read the book of Genesis in the sixth chapter, and you see the absolute um, debacle of people. You see incredible violence. Uh, you see no regard for life, murdering innocent people right and left all over the place. In the sixth chapter, in one paragraph, God says that he was sorry that he made man twice. He didn't say it just once. I'm sorry that I've made man. When you, when you think about he created us in his image, and, and he created us, but, but we could become such a vile, uh, sinful people. Uh, he was so sorrowful that he had made men, that he had made the decision that he was going to destroy mankind. And of course, he found favor in Noah, and of course, we all know, most of us know the story of Noah. But what else was happening in the world at that time? Men were marrying men. Women were marrying women. And look, I'm, I'm not here to say that, um, um, I hear, I'm here to say that, 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 that homosexuality is wrong. Biblically, it's wrong, and I say it's wrong. Now, if people choose to do so, that's up to them. That's between them and God, and, and it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with, with what I believe. But as a nation, we have agreed through the Supreme Court to allow gay marriage to take place, which is an abomination to God because marriage was always sacred between a man and a woman. And so I would tell you that today, as we look at the violence that's taking place around the world, and as we look at today, we see the abominations that are taking place within our nation, that we are in even worse times today than they were at, in the days of Noah. And so I believe with all my heart this last clue that Jesus gives us in, in Matthew, the 24th chapter, is, is, a, is a very important clue. And I believe our Lord and Savior is coming quick. And the whole purpose of this is to say, first of all, if you're a non-Christian, you're listening to this, I hope that you, know, you might pick up this book and read it so that you might, you might have some favor from God. You might receive the blessings of God, uh, even if you decide that you, you don't want anything to do with Christianity. Um, it, it, God has chosen who he has chosen and there's no changing any of that. Um, but God does bless those, uh, that, uh, uh, that are not necessarily, uh, belonging to him, at least while they're here on this earth. And so my prayer is, is that you might look at some of these scriptures and see if there's any truth in it and see if the Holy Spirit has the opportunity to speak to you in your life. That's really the purpose of this show. It's about it's about bringing you up to speed in ways that you're not going to hear on Fox News or anything else because they don't have time. They're too busy talking about issues that, quite frankly, are, are uh, of no issue at all. Uh, the, the, uh, the, 
the, the importance of understanding a prophecy and the importance of understanding scriptures uh, have never been more important than they are right now. And I just would pray that you would test me on this and that you would open those books and take a look at them and see if you do not see what I see. Until then, I want to encourage you to uh, go to High Resolution Radio on Facebook. I call it the Drudge Page. I keep uh, everything up to date there so that you have the opportunity of, uh, of what's happening, uh, especially in the Middle East, because God said that, 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 that Israel was the apple of his eye and that, uh, that that would be the center, the epicenter of everything that's happening in terms of prophecy. And so I update you so you have a chance to do that. So go to Facebook and go to High Resolution Radio on Facebook. And then also I want to encourage you to go to highresolutionradio.com to learn more about what we're doing with our ministry. It is about using current events that are happening around the world and bringing the Word of God closer to you as a result of doing that. So with that, I close with the priestly blessing over your life. As I always do when I close, it's always from the bottom of my heart to you. I pray that wherever you are, you may raise your hands uh, towards, uh, towards God and then allow me to just let this blessing sink into you. Now may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you and may the Lord be gracious unto you and may he give you his peace. May each and every day you walk in the knowledge and the understanding of his word. Know that we are living in perilous times and ask God for the blessings over your life. I pray that the blessings would come upon you, that the security of you and your families would be safe and that God would protect you through all of these things. I pray for this and ask for this blessing in the name above all names, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you, and until next time, stay safe, everybody. Well, you've been listening to High Resolution Radio with your host, Pastor Kurt. Now that you know what he thinks, tell him what you think by dropping him a line at highresolutionradio.com or High Resolution Radio on Facebook. He values your opinion and your feedback as he teaches in a brand new way. As always, we appreciate your support of this broadcast with your financial contribution and by sharing this message with your friends. To donate now and be a part of our global online community, visit highresolutionradio.com and click on the Donate Now button. Now that you're armed with knowledge, go out and fight the good fight. And until next time, stay sane, everyone.